0: Fan, short for fanatic, is the one who's screaming their lungs out in sub-zero degree temperatures, still believing when the chips are down, and never, ever giving up on their teams or their players. From the closest seat to the worst one, we want to meet you all. This is the American Fan.
1: What's going on, sports fanatics? It's Josh Williams back again with another episode of the American Fan 365 podcast. I'm of course joined by the bearded one, Mr. George Carmona in the back. George, how you doing? What is up,
0: people? That is not that's my name. This this is my name. There's George. And I'm the football guy. That's why I put up football news. Boom. (laughs) Sup, Josh.
1: Man, what's going on, man? How's how's your weekend?
0: Weekend was amazing. Didn't do much. Uh saw Derek Carr get pile drive into the ground kind of made my sunday a little bit uh i was i was like <laughs> yeah i mean i no no i never root for anybody to get injured but uh it kind we, of made me smile
1: we never we, root
0: for anybody to get injured that would be horrible
1: <laughs> man uh yeah we we would definitely get to some nfl news and talking about your uh your your team for sure but uh just excited, excited to be here man it was It was a good good weekend, you know good sports weekend, a lot of good stuff um as as you can tell, my voice is starting to get a little bit better again you're healthy it was so it wasn't just my normal flu, George it was actually an upper respiratory infection whoa, so I had to get on antibiotics and the whole deal, yeah.
0: You're on the good drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fill yeah. us in. Fill yeah. us in. You're on a oh. little bit of a little promethazine. No, 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 no,
1: no. Nothing nothing like that. I, I had I had a pill oh, okay. and I took it once a day. And uh, we're doing better. So <laughs> let me know
0: if you ever want to double cup up sometime, you know? This, I'll bring the Jolly Ranchers.
1: Bro, you can't you can't like we can't be just talking about illegal illegal narcotics. i
0: like <laughs> Sprite and Jolly Ranchers, my friend. Oh okay. I, yeah, that's that's just, just the Jolly Ranchers. Just the Jolly Ranchers.
1: It's the jollies for you. Uh, uh <laughs> let's let's start with uh, some college football news, George. Alabama ends the 29 win streak and two game losing streak to uh actually I think that's three. It was three game losing streak to uh Georgia. To, Al- to to Georgia. So um man, what what do you think? What did you think? Did you watch any of the game?
0: Uh yeah, I mean it was I I feel like I was watching the national championship game. That's what should be the national championship and uh the college football committee has messed up once again. Uh they they messed up because there's just not enough slots. But it, like how do you have a team that's only lost one time in the last two years not be in the college football playoff? For a chance to have a three peat. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. What?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well and we're gonna get to who's in the uh the, the playoff this year, but um yeah, for Georgia to lose that game and to lose it in a tight one. It wasn't like they were blown out. To go from one to – I think they went down to six or seven. Yeah. Like to go – you know what I mean? Listen, you're riding a 29-game win streak. You lose one game and you drop six slots. That's nuts. That's like – come on. Like let's – I will – what I will say though is you could see the difference between – like this. Was the, that was the most Georgia football I probably watched all season because they were just housing people. Um that quarterback, it was not Stetson. Those last two years, because remember, Stetson was like 28.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude, he was a <laughs> he, he was, premier pocket passer, okay?
1: He was a premier father of three.
0: Yeah, he had <laughs> seen... He had been in college football longer than George has been at Sticky Pod Studios. He might be older than Matt Stafford right now, like, and he's he's the back of the... That's...
1: And Matt Stafford's at the back end of his career. That's funny. Yeah, so... That was, you know, that was the first thing that I noticed was that just the level of, uh, I'll just say composure, the drop-off, because Stetson was just there. Like, he was, you know, even even when they yes. got down, you kind of still felt like he was going to do something to rise to that moment. That's why it's it's always weird to me when, you know, these winning quarterbacks, the guys that win in college, they can't even buy a minute in the NFL, and it's like he had something that a lot of these other quarterbacks that you say have talent don't. And I think that's what we end up seeing in the NFL so much is like, yeah, now everyone's talented. What about that winning thing that we talked about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, it like, my thing is, well, even if he has great players, he was in the SEC, he was playing against great players. So if I'm dicing up or beating great players, I'm probably solid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they are they always get downgraded. It's, it's weird to me.
0: Georgia, uh, like – I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't necessarily watch them a lot this year because a lot of their games were a hundred to seven, <laughs> yeah. And that's I just would rather watch a close game. And their offense is very explode. Like their receiving core shocked me. I mean, that's Bill Belichick's like dream receiving core right there: <laughs> Brock Bowers and that other little little white guy. Like, yeah, I mean, they diced up that Alabama defense on the comeback. Um, but it's just not necessarily. Like a team that I was like shocked by, like, or I, I I didn't see talent on the field that made me go, oh man, like this Georgia team, like I see first round draft picks there. I didn't necessarily see that, and uh, maybe that leads to why you know they aren't in the in the playoff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, think about it though, their their cupboards have been just completely stripped over the last two or three years. So yeah. you know what I mean, because they think about how much first round talent they did lose, and then you know last year Keely Ringo I think went in the third round, second or third round, mm-hmm. and he was still a he was still like a sophomore or junior, like a like a third year sophomore or a junior, and um, you know like they they lost a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball the last two years, so I'm not surprised they're still they like look they were still undefeated in that SEC with babies, so they'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they will. They will, but that that sucks. Because you knew it. You knew it. I think Kirby Smart's explanation at the end of the game, it, it's like a a coach's like worst nightmare. It's like you just lost the the goal that you'd been trying to achieve all year, and now you have to like tell people why you're good. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. that. I mean, after a loss, usually a coach has to be like very honest and like, oh, this is what went wrong. But like in his post game presser, he was like. Nope, we're still we're still an amazing team. Like there there's nothing wrong with the way that we played today. Yeah. Cuz it was a close game, dude. 27-24. Just got beat. I mean, got yeah. beat. You just didn't have the ball at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got beat. Um couldn't make that one key stop. Yeah. Uh, they kept getting to like 3rd and 6 or I want to say it was like 2nd and 15 one time and they went and picked it up, got like a 20-yard play. Like there were a couple moments where I was like, "Okay, this is their moment to Shift the game before you start to chase it. Yep. And they, they couldn't get it done. Uh, but uh let's let's talk about the college football playoffs. The football playoffs are now set in college. Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama, George. Alabama. Alabama slides past an undefeated 13-0 Florida State Seminoles. Uh, As a Miami Hurricane fan, I can say, ha, ha, ha. But as a college football fan, I mean, that's, that's,
0: (laughs) I'd be pissed. I'd be hot. Yeah. I mean, I I get why, right? Jordan Travis getting hurt and that the everybody first off, everybody thought Louisville was gonna beat them in the in the championship game and they took care of business and they, they I think they knew that they had to do that. Yeah. Um oh for sure. They couldn't they oh, couldn't yeah, mess they, around. They couldn't come in close, but I mean does it didn't even matter. Like this yeah. in my head, the committee already had pre selected uh Florida State as winner loss, they're not gonna be in there. Um, yeah. I,
1: I think uh to your point, you know, Jordan Travis breaking his leg. I think, you know, when it comes down to it the eyeballs, because, listen, I don't know where Florida State – Florida State must have been four, I think. And for them to be the four seed, undefeated still, but no quarterback, and then have to go play Michigan, you're basically handing Michigan a walkover, essentially. Oh, yeah. And and Jim Harbaugh back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's essentially a walkover. So –
0: um Man, I don't know the bro, but TCU fucking whooped Michigan's ass last year. Nobody expected it. You know what I mean? And I, they did have a more put together squad. But we we thought the same thing last. Year. Oh wow, Michigan, they're going to be in the national championship game, and then they get
1: guess they're not. Yeah, <laughs> guess not. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, but I think that's the only reason. That's the only reason why Alabama gets in is because of the injured quarterback factor. I think if they had their quarterback you know they would have all to play for and everyone would still be they would be a you know a cute pick but mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah we'll see but uh man George next year should have been this year but next year we actually will have a 12 game but it's not a 12 game a 12 team playoffs yes are you excited because now so many more teams are up for discussion. I still don't know how they're going to set up the board because 12 goes to six and six goes to three, so somebody's got to get a buy.
0: Yeah. So probably oh, the first four seed. Yeah, yeah, the, the top four get a buy. Oh, the top it, four. Yeah, top four get a buy. Okay, um, okay. In that situation. I love it. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of meaningless games. I think that health is a premium, and I think what you might see is teams start resting players uh in, in very in, similar in, to,
1: in, in in, lower lower fielding games, in lower rate games. That's correct. a good call.
0: Yeah, because you can't afford an injury and you got to be max healthy if you're gonna play, what is it, a run of four games to win the title for some of these teams. Yeah. Um
1: Max, yeah, yeah max. I four. mean,
0: so you are gonna need it, it'll be a battle of health. It'll be very similar to the NFL. I love it though, because more football is always the right answer. Um bowl games are gonna lose their luster. They're gonna bowl, bowl games won't necessarily uh, like shock or like get the attention of people. They never do, really. I mean, like it'll be the middle of December on a Wednesday, and you'll see the Idaho <laughs> Bowl, and you're like, "Oh,
1: such and such." Oh, play. that's
0: on right now. Yeah. And they, but you don't watch it. But you know, if it's a playoff game, you're gonna watch it. So
1: yeah, yeah, I I think I think okay, bowl games might lose their luster, but these games now, you know, the BCS continues to rotate you know between the sugar bowl and the tostitos bowl and all those different bowls that were a part of the bcs championship series because um, i think we might be getting one i think
0: yeah i mean the um, vegas bowl should be one i mean what else do we have to prove people we're the best city in the world to host sports
1: i don't know if i'd go that far well we're getting there
0: yeah you can't i can't really take it away I see what you're saying, though. Some of the bowl games will just become playoff games, like how they yeah. already have it. Yeah. So, like, that'll help.
1: And, and, um, it ro- and if it rotates, like, if it's a, you know, if one year the Rose Bowl is a play in game, but it's still the Rose Bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and now these kids actually get the chance to, like, I won the Rose Bowl, I won the Tostitos Bowl, and I won the Fiesta Bowl all in the same run. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that I think is actually really cool.
0: That is so much swag. If if you're a college football player, bro, you're getting like big sw- gift basket. You're swagged big out, basket. big gift basket, bro. Like PS Five, Yeezys, <laughs> like so much shit. That's too good. Uh,
1: but it's it's also that time of year, George. It's that time of year. What time
0: of year, George? Is it? Uh, it's the portal season. It's yes. the portal season.
1: George I took it off the off the notes and you still got it, right.
0: Yes. it is.
1: Yes. It is officially portal season. Um, what do you love and what do you hate, George, about portal season?
0: Um, all right, I he's gonna come on to explain himself soon soon enough, but things have changed since the last time we talked about my brother. yeah, and he's made the decision to not play in the bowl game and to enter the transfer portal. This all happened this morning by the way.
1: I looked last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. I look I w- when I was doing the when I was doing the show flow, I was like Fernando Carmona Jr. <laughs> and I was like portal question mark and it was like missing portal. I was like, "Dang, can't find anything." I did find some notes about him being a tight end though, so that was actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this like I said, it all happened this one. I love it, man. I love it because it's an opportunity for a lot of these kids to, you know, Get some treatment and love that they may not have gotten uh, sold originally, right? A yes. lot of these recruiters, their entire job is to pitch you the dream in reality, like this is a fantasy land and we have everything, when in reality a lot of schools can't afford everything. Yeah. And you, it, it, beyond amenities, it can even go as far as the coaching staff liking you. You know what I mean? If you know that they're recruiting new players in your position and you're kind of getting pushed back on the depth chart, and you and your coach don't have a good report, it's a good way to, to get a fresh start with people that actually value your talents. I don't give a fuck that it's ruined. Uh, what people, some people say it's ruined college football. No, it hasn't, okay? If you're a really good player and you didn't get recruited, now it might be a little tougher. You got to go to a smaller level school and you got to transfer your way up, but that's just the way it works now. Yeah, UNLV is going to have possibly 10 wins this year they have fifty new players on their team. Yeah, TCU last year, completely new team. They almost win the national championship. So it's it's the way of the future. I like it. Um, your thoughts? I I
1: like it. Um, and I, but as a coach, I understand both sides. I like the fact that. Like, like I I never thought of it the way that you just mentioned. You know, I was a two-star recruit. I then looked really well in the field, and now I want to go someplace bigger for my talents to not only compete, but then also give me more eyeballs, get me to my end goal, potentially. Correct. Um, That I like. I also like the fact of, hey, I'm going to go over here because they're willing to give me more NIL money, which, again, go get your money. The only part I do not like is, you know, kids can kind of, I won't say it's like free agency. And so kids aren't necessarily ever really truly bought in. And so I think kids can only do this twice.
0: Agreed. Agreed. You shouldn't
1: be able to just run like, oh, I don't like it. It's a tough situation. And I'm going to bail because you're never really giving your all to a situation. You're always having that threat of, oh, I'm going to leave. You know
0: what I'm saying? And so... I think I know exactly who you're talking about. No, no. Nobody no. in particular. I'll, I'll, I'll say DJ Ungalele Yes. That left from yes. Clemson, goes to Oregon State. Now he's on the transfer portal for the third time. In three years. It's like... Yeah. That, to me, I'm like, first off, bro, you're being used everywhere. All right? And you actually almost led Oregon State to a Pac-12 championship. Yeah. That team was really good. But now you're not even going to play in the bowl game. Uh, Like... After you were the team, bro. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. that—that part's a little uh, backwards to me.
1: Yeah, that that. Ex- but that's a perfect example. That like, what, are you buying into any situation? You had a great situation in Clemson. You're running up behind Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? So they need you. They want you to be great. They're not running people at you like, oh yeah, this guy. Because I remember he was like, they were like really excited about him. He leaves, goes to Oregon State does well amazing and now i'm gonna leave again uh, yeah you don't as a as a coach as a as a fan it's, now it's almost like that NBA. hurts
0: that hurts draft stock there's no way that does not hurt draft stock you better really know how to explain yourself <laughs> like you better like know exactly how to reframe anything that these coaches ask you so why did you leave three times oh well you know I wanted more money. Oh, it's yeah. not the answer, son, that I'm looking for. Basically. Um,
1: yeah. Basically. Uh, before we get out of uh, around the world in sports, Babe Ruth's rookie card sells for a record $7.2 million. And And uh, it was the ha- third highest sale of a rookie card, George, in history. Um, if you ever want to know what greatness looks like, look no further. Then that's greatness. Yeah. I- I've been dead and gone I was so good that people still talk about me. That to the point where a piece of me just changed somebody's whole life. Yep, that's that's seven point two
0: million dollars. What do you do as soon as that wire hits uh, your your bank account, Josh?
1: You go buy some more cards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You look for Shohei Ohtani, everything, okay, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and you just sit on it, and you're and you're like grandson. This is the one. Like <laughs> that's that's what you do. You you literally go go buy more, go buy more, like every goat that you can think of. You go buy it. Yep. Because there's not going to be anybody else like Babe Ruth right now. Yeah. But you know, you go find a Tiger Woods rookie card, and When Tiger passes on or Tiger gets up in age, that's gonna go. So all the Jordan rookie cards you can find because they're low right now, you go buy them. Give me a Jim Mint ten.
0: Yep. (laughs) And just sit and wait. Give me a couple of them actually. Yeah. I have seven point two million dollars to blow.
1: Yeah, maybe like yeah, I mean maybe spend a couple, you know, a hundred grand or something going and getting cards. Yeah, you probably probably be all right. It's not a bad decision. You just showed yourself that it wasn't a bad decision. True. Uh, switching gears over to the NBA. Hold hold on one second. Eh, all right. Our NBA segment today is brought to you by our friends at Coco Love, the beverage of choice of the American Fan 365. Head over to www.cocolovewater for your own case of coconut refreshment and use the promo code TAF365 for your discount on Hawaiian Beach Fibes. Uh, Delicious. George... Man, we got to talk about the play-in tournament. Got to talk about the play-in tournament. Um, Marcus is on his way, so hopefully we'll still be able to get his pick. But the eight teams that are still left before the four, the final four showdown here in Las Vegas this week are the Boston Celtics, the Indiana Pacers, the New York Knicks, and the Milwaukee Bucks in the East, the New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, uh, Phoenix Suns, and Los Angeles Lakers out west uh who who do you who do you think is going to be able to pull this thing down george
0: uh what i'm seeing here is is there is a possibility that uh the old man lebron james is like i need to add this one to the you know you like he (laughs) the nba was like We need to have this because LeBron James has done everything in the league. So we need to have a championship that he hasn't won. Um,
1: That Jordan can't win.
0: That Jordan can't win to solidify it. I think you're going to see some Laker fuckery here. Like, there's going to be some, like, calls that may go his way, you know what I mean? Like, late on down the stretch. Uh, Give me the Lakers because they'll need to win this one. They're not winning the NBA title. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's... Hey, and look, listen, it's... This is this does play to their strength. This goes back to the bubble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's Fake like, titles. oh, everyone's in one spot. Oh, we don't have the travel. We don't have all this extra stuff. We can just lock in on ball. When they lock in on ball, they're very dangerous. Um I will say they've had some 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 bad and tough losses. But uh I, I've got to run with the Milwaukee Bucks. I think they're in a similar situation too. And this this, I think, will give you some playoff Dane vibes, and Dane might have like a 55 pointer in there, and if he does that, I am going to clip the heck out of that. Uh, mm. <laughs> but I I think, I think that uh, yeah, I think that the bucks, especially when you look at the teams that they're they're potentially up against, um, I, I don't think the Pacers have a chance. Unless they take it so serious, just because it's a bunch of young guys, but I don't, I don't see them really competing in it. The Pelicans know, um, the Kings quietly. You yeah, never know.
0: They're who I thought they were, but I, when I watched them a couple of weeks ago, I don't. They lacked a, a little bit of like veteran leadership. I, it, it seemed like it was fully the Fox Show now. Yeah. And it's like, ah, he still needs somebody. You know what ha- I mean?
1: Harrison Barnes is gone, right? I think Harrison I be-
0: and he was the one. He was that veteran. Yeah.
1: It Like a thousand percent. Um the Suns, no, because I don't think Bradley Beal's coming back. And I feel like Booker's still dinged up and and KD's been dinged up. Um so yeah, so I mean I think I think really the ones that truly have a chance are your Celtics, the Lakers, yep. the Knicks, quietly, um, I say quietly just because the Knicks have been playing well, yeah, and the Knicks great can can com, can compete with anybody else in this list. That's mm-hmm. the part that I think that you can't discredit them. Like I don't feel like the Pacers great is better than the Bucks great. Got it? In a one gamer. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? I like, like the the Knicks great is on par with the Lakers. They've beaten the Lakers. It's on par with the Bucks. They've beaten the Bucks. Um. And it's on par with the Celtics. So it's like they could, they could easily be in that final four. They could easily, you know, have a chance yeah. at it.
0: By the way, I'll, I'll correct this. Uh, Harrison Barnes is still a part of the Kings. Oh, but, all right. Fair enough. But I don't know, man. They got to they gotta look better when I'm watching them on TV or else I think they suck. and they, <laughs> They're 4-0 in the playing tournament. So I sound like an idiot. <laughs> uh, but, hey, here's the one thing that makes me not sound like an idiot. The Lakers have the biggest uh, point differential, 18 and a half. Ayo, why?
1: Oh, in the in
0: the play-in, in In the play-in,
1: yeah. Oh, I was like, how the heck is that possible? What? I was like, that's a lot of points. Uh, But uh, but yeah, so I've I've got the I got the Bucks. You've got you've got the the uh, Lakers. Lakers solely on
0: NBA fuckery. Uh, This is a Tom Brady type situation where it's, it's like, don't pick against him until he's dead or out of the league. Okay. Uh, like I, I can die on that hill. You know what I mean.
1: You're, you're gonna see Scott Foster, Scott Foster, Scott Foster in these three games. Yeah, for the Lakers is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Or, or here's a, it's gonna be a classic. Uh, LeBron has the ball at the end and kicks it out to a wide open three that is missed. And I'll <laughs> be like, I was almost right. You know.
1: <laughs> if only he would have done his job and 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 finished it. It's not LeBron's fault.
0: No, no. I mean, he made the right basketball play. He's done taking last shots.
1: You're at the cup. That isn't the right basketball play. Like, are you that nervous to hit the free throws? Might be the right basketball play. Uh, <laughs> Switching gears over to the NFL, we will when Marcus walks in if he shows up today, because you know it's yeah. it's always touch and go.
0: Yeah, I mean we're ready for him. Look we'll, at that shit. We're ready. Well, <laughs> we're
1: ready. Marcus is right here. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make sure we'll make sure to get his pick for the play in. Uh, But switching gears over to the NFL, George, the Eagles get their wings clipped, 42-19 in a potential NFC Championship rematch. Uh, Man, George, Christian McCaffrey.
0: uh, Is the real deal? Is, like, literally going to challenge every quarterback for the award that they win every year? Yeah. I think this is the year it's really... Tyreek Hill's making a hell of a case too, dude. And that's a – it's a little tougher when you're a receiver because your quarterback also gets some love. So, like, Tua could also win win the MVP award. But anyways, back to the 49ers' domination. Christian McCaffrey looked unstoppable. If it wasn't for Debo Samuels going off, though, Christian McCaffrey might have had three touchdowns himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Debo kind of just took it over.
1: Ooh, that that, that second Debo touchdown where he caught it in the middle and, and broke the tackle? Man, listen, like, hey, stand on business. I'll say this, and this is the reason, and, and this is, of course, me shifting the, the focus over to my team. When I watch San Francisco and I watch how dominant that offensive line is, and how Brock Purdy literally never is uncomfortable, never, and he has nobody in his face, this is why, you know, a Jennings can look like, oh my God, somebody cover Jennings. Well, there's a Jennings on every team. But every team doesn't have that kind of line, including mine. So, you know, it's so funny because we're entering that crazy part of the season where it's like, oh, well, who are we going to draft? And, oh, we need to, you know, we need to get Marvin Harrison Jr., who I did not realize was 6'3, by the way. Yeah. You He's he was tall? a house. No, wow. his dad wasn't a tall dude.
0: Yeah, his dad was like six, 5'11,
1: yeah. six feet. Like he was a Mr. receiver Reliable. height. You know what I mean? He wasn't Megatron height. True. I did not realize that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. overtaking an offensive lineman when our offensive line is god-awful. Like, the Niners dominated that game, especially in the, it, once, once it started to get close again and the Eagles made that touchdown. It was like, oh, the momentum's with the Eagles. Their security guard got kicked out. And then the Niners showed up.
0: The Niners showed up from the get-go. They dude. did. It did not look like – the only thing that um, shocked me – and I guess it shouldn't have shocked me as much as it did. The Eagles' secondary sucks. Like their defensive line did a great job of of containing Christian McCaffrey early, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like th- this this is not going to work out. The run game for the 49ers, let's just bail on it. And then they started slinging it, and it was everything was open. Yeah. Um, and that Eagles secondary has got a a serious issue at their their hands because. Even, like you said, Brock Purdy wasn't necessarily pressured too much. Um, at all. At, all. at uh, all, bro. And I think the moment... It, it it wasn't too big for Philly, but Philly's been playing very tough games for the last month. So to me, it's like, okay. They were bound to lose they one. They were bound to lose one of them, and this one, it did kind of get out of hand, though. Like, they just <laughs> could not stop them at all. <laughs> they,
1: they were taken behind the shed, if you will.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean... 49ers were like, who's your daddy? And, and the Eagles were like, oh, my God, it's you. Uh, Dre Greenlaw touching Big Dom's lip and getting – and then them both getting kicked out. Beautiful. It's – is it – it's got to stop. Like, that's not even that bad of a thing. You know what I mean? There's people that throw punches after plays, and they get to still play. But right. Dre Greenlaw does a little – you remember Kevin Hart said, like, I saw a bum. A bum bump. I mean He <laughs> – he gave me a bum bump. That's literally what Dre Greenlaw did. He said, Give me a little bum bump. And Dom was like, Ah, oh, ah. Oh ah,
1: my god. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's too funny. That is too too funny.
1: But yeah, so I um it, to your point, man, the secondary definitely struggled. It's gonna be an interesting look uh the rest of this season, what they're going to do. Um I was talking to some Eagles fans and they were like, I'd rather this game. We get blown out, and they look at it like we have things that we really have to fix, yep, um versus losing by five or seven, and it's like, oh, well, you know, we were in the game, like no th- we've had a lot of things, and that and I mean that's I think that's also something that we've all said i I was saying to him that this game will do one of two things, either it'll galvanize, and you guys will be even more dangerous, or it could be the beginning of an implosion because. They had been on the ropes. They were on the ropes versus my team twice. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So they've had games where it's like they didn't look good because he was trying to come at me for Sam Howell, and I was like, Sam Howell was dicing y'all up. He was like, everybody be dicing us up. I was yeah. like, all right, I can't, True. I can't speak on that. I can't yeah. speak on that. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's rough, man. That's uh, the, the Eagles, there's nothing to worry about, okay? Your quarterback is insane. A.J. Brown is a monster. And that offensive line did a great job last night again. There was, I mean, just like how Brock Purdy had time, Jalen Hurts would just, like, be chilling, bro. Like, after he beat one, like, uh, defender coming in and he stepped up in the pocket, I mean, he had all day, too. But (sighs) Must be nice. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Must be nice. It must be. Yeah, my quarterback got pile-drived into the ground. I mean, the Lions player did not give a fuck about the fine. He said, Uh, what fine? (laughs) What fine? He you know, Dan Campbell was fired up over it. I, I everyone was. Did you hear the booze when Derek Carr came out? No, oh, Josh, oh. it was deafening booze.
1: Oh, that sucks. That sucks.
0: I, um, <laughs> at least people aren't booing Sam Howell, they know it's not his fault, you know?
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: Oh, man.
1: Uh, I, yeah. I don't even know where to go. I, you know, I, I get emotional. I feel, I feel sad for, for uh, you know, I, I've, I've always loved Derek Carr, and I always, I always was a champion for Derek Carr, especially because his, his height, man. Before he broke that ankle, his height was MVP. Like Derek Carr was in that MVP conversation. If you think all the way back pre ankle snapping, and he's looking at his foot like it's broke. Yeah. Like before that. He was, he was very athletic cause he's always been athletic, but he was extremely athletic back then. Yeah. And, um, and, and he was so fearless. I feel like after that, man, he was a little gung shy on everything. He was, he was a little afraid to run a whole lot. And then he was a little afraid to stand there too. Yeah. Um,
0: very true. Yeah. You
1: know I mean, but,
0: uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's an accurate representation of a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Isn't it crazy? Uh, I, I don't know if you had this on your list, but I just need your thoughts on a Joe Flacco still slinging the rock in the NFL. I blows my mind when I heard Joe Flacco was a quarterback of the Browns. Started quarterback. I was shocked, Josh. Did you see him? I I, I saw the in and
1: I saw I saw that safety. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw I saw the sack that got him put on the one, and then I saw the safety, and I was like, "Well, this is over." <laughs>
0: yep. 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 <laughs> Turned it back off. I mean, before the, the unfortunate ending, uh, he's still got it, dude. Still got it? Oh, my God. I was like, seeing him and the fact that this man was eating ruffles on his couch a month ago, and now he is a starting quarterback in the league and doing what he does, I'm like, the Saints really just have been just sitting on their hands. The Jets have just been sitting on their hands. It's like, the Browns are really the one that calls Joe Flacco and says, come on. Like, yeah. But There is a a serious average quarterback problem in this league. Yes. Where it's like, they can't just be average enough to get you in winning positions. It's crazy. But Joe Flacco could do it.
1: Greatness doesn't leave. I mean, even, listen, if you were once great, you're probably always great. And you always can have a Vietnam flashback. Uh, Robert Sala George, he is about to get himself fired. Uh after moving on from former first round quarterback Zach Wilson to uh tim Boyle, Tim Boyle is benched halfway through that game on Sunday, where I think they lost like six to nothing yes uh for trevor Simeon, and if Trevor Simeon starts this week fourteen, that'll be the first time since eighty nine george that the the Jets have started four starting quarterbacks in the same season.
2: Wow.
0: Uh, there was a moment in time where Robert Sala said, uh, you know, we were looking for a spark. That, so we had to bench Tim Boyle for, uh, what, what the hell is his name? Trevor Simeon. And he's like, I saw somebody say, this is the saddest sentence in the, in the English language. That we needed a spark. So I benched Tim Boyle for Trevor Simeon.
1: So I, I went into the rain and tried to strike
0: a match. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of spark we were looking for, George. Wow.
1: A nothing burger with cheese is what, is what that would be.
0: That is true. Uh, they, they weren't the 6-0 game. That was the unfortunate Chargers-Patriots game. Okay. Their score was uh, they lost 13-8. to <laughs> Their defense got a safety early on and then <laughs> two field goals. I was wondering. I was like,
1: I don't feel like that was a a, a touchdown two-point conversion for some reason.
0: Absolutely
1: not. That's too funny. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, that's – I mean, and and the sad part is, for real, if he would have stuck with Zach Wilson the whole way and Zach Wilson looked decent – because he had looked decent. Everyone talks about how bad he's looked, but he looked all right. If he would have just stuck there, I think he would look better. Agreed. But now you're, because it, you you can't possibly say Zach Wilson isn't better than, than Tim Boyle or Tim Boyle would have been playing the whole time. And you can't possibly say that he's not better than Trevor Simeon or Trevor Simeon should have been playing the whole time. So either way, Robert Sala, you look bad. Like you look, you don't look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. And I would have said, I would have rather you guys went on your sword and said, hey, this was the year Zach was supposed to sit, but he got another year. Now yeah. we know he can't be the guy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just I, my feeling.
0: No, here. I mean, is the New York media that bad? Because yes. I, I feel you only do that when it's like you know what the media is going to say about you. Um, is it How many more weeks are we also going to get uh, Aaron Rodgers saying, as long as we're still in playoff contention, I think I can make it back for the playoffs? Like, shut the fuck up. Okay, like why doesn't the New York media attack this man for the lies? That is, that is a bigger lie that's the biggest lie he's ever told. Uh, aside from him saying he's being vaxxed and he wasn't, this is the biggest lie. I'll come back in the playoffs if we make it. No, you're not. You'll die. <laughs> You'll literally die out there. They're, that offensive line is bad. he his, his he going to run? <laughs> his leg is going to snap on Hutt. Hutt,
1: Hutt, Hutt! And he's going to drop one time. And then you're going to be like, Yeah. Aah! Dude,
0: <laughs> call K D, bro. Oh my god. Call K D. The same shit happened. He rushed back, hurt himself. And they were actually in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, remember. Finals. Remember, it was yes, yes, it was the the calf strain. Yeah. And he rushed back from that calf strain and snap crackle and ruptured Achilles.
0: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers doesn't watch the NBA. What am I saying? What am I saying? <laughs> he doesn't KD Aaron Rodgers is Kevin Durant. He's uh the equivalent to you in the NBA. Uh almost great. Wow. But Achilles got
1: <laughs> Wow, that's actually
0: I as soon as I said it I was like, ah, I'm spitting this one. That's morning.
1: not a bad one. Uh KD has one more title than than Aaron Rodgers does, but um
0: uh, M- MVP awards? Well, Aaron has him in MVPs for yeah, sure. KD only
1: has the one MVP. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just remember just the one time when where he told his mom you're the real MVP.
0: Yeah. That, that was it? that was the
1: only one. Yeah, mm. that's it. Cause because after that he went to the Warriors. So then him and Steph were splitting votes.
0: True. Yeah you
1: know what I'm saying? But uh but no, that's that's actually a pretty good analogy. Um not necessarily well loved.
0: Nope. Uh what else? Didn't do
1: didn't do didn't do a whole lot, you know, without perfection around them.
0: Uh, they troll the media a lot. Yes. KD more so than Aaron Rodgers, but. Very sensitive. Yep. hypersensitive, sensitive. Uh, like, brittle
1: spirit sensitive.
0: I'm trying to think. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, and left the team to ring chase. Done.
1: Not, not bad. Not bad uh don't look now george but the texans are now seven and five in the middle of a playoff push after beating the broncos yesterday in houston uh cj stroud had he went 16 for 27 274 yards one touchdown russell wilson 15 of 26 186 one touchdown three picks with one pick being back breaking in go ahead win fashion last possession
0: that sucks that was that sucked. I really liked the Broncos. Like I liked them, as far as like I would want to see this team compete in the playoffs, as opposed to the Texans. I know it sounds wild, but I just think the Texans are more prone to we make it there and then we get our fucking asses kicked. <laughs> I think the Broncos they they made it competitive. Uh, aside from Russell Wilson's just absolute bad quarterback play, um, they move the ball now. Like. I, I'm not necessarily the Broncos. The Broncos, the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. The Broncos move the ball. I feel like when I've watched them the past two seasons, they've struggled to get first downs. They're always punting or they're always on defense. Now a majority of the time, when I turn them on, I'm like, oh, they're they're driving. They're they're in positions to score. Uh, you got to win those though. Like this was a game that now that they've dropped it, that wild card spot is even harder to attain. Yes, the Colts are winning, so it's it. This was a. It's almost like a, a loser leaves town game, and the Broncos, yeah, they got to leave.
1: Yeah, no, it, it definitely was a, an elimination-type game because they are both, you know, the, the Jags are above, above uh, the Texans. Mm-hmm. They're trying to chase them down, but they are above them, and then um, as far as the Broncos, they're not catching the Chiefs, so they're both in that playoff push for a wild-card spot, and you lose this game. It's a very dangerous game to lose.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is a game where it's definitely like if it's played in Denver, you know what I mean? It's definitely a different outcome. But you got you to gotta deal with the elements. You got to make the rookie me- make mistakes. But he doesn't. C.J. Stroud is so good. Nico Collins, 190 receiving yards. That, dude, wow. I, when I picked him up in fantasy, little did I know. I traded him for Justin Fields. It's like I got uh, Nico Collins. I got rid of Justin Fields. Best trade ever.
1: Where was that? That was in in your gridiron one? Yeah. I was about to say, neither of those are players in ours. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. This week in fantasy, DK Metcalf. Oh, wow. 50-plus points on a Thursday night. I was like, if I lose this week... This, I'm, I'm I'm shutting down the whole league. <laughs> you guys are gonna go on your sleeper account and be like, uh, "What team?" <laughs> there is no more team. League discontinued. <laughs> Josh was heated, <laughs> but yeah. So shout out to DK Metcalf. Even though you guys couldn't pull it out versus the the Cowboys, uh, big 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 fantasy win for me. I I think I won in both. Nice. I know I won in this one. No, I think tonight I have to. Tonight, Monday Night Football decides my other my other fantasy league. But uh, D'Amico Ryan's has really gotten these guys playing well, man. Um, the rookie, Will Anderson George, had two sacks.
0: Yeah, I was just about to mention two sacks. Man, he, he did. People went off.
1: Second year cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. had two interceptions. So the defense is really starting to play well too. They're playing good complimentary football. Yeah, they
0: just are. And when D'Amico Ryan's is excited on the sidelines. There's not a better looking coach to get his guys fired up because he looks like he can suit up today. Like, put in, me in oh, myself. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, like I put him in the same category as Dan Campbell. Like when Dan Campbell gets fired up on the sidelines where I can feel it through the TV, D'Amico's the same way. What a great leader of men. He's done it everywhere he's been and, uh, I really I, – I, if I can take the Texans to win the Super Bowl next year, I would. I really – I'm not confident in next year. I don't think it's this year. Next year, though, give them. Next give them year me.
1: might might be a little bit more for discussion. Yeah. Well, well George, Sam Laporta is open again. Uh, rookie True. tight end <laughs> Sam Laporta got loose versus George's Saints for nine catches, 140 yards, one touchdown, uh, in the Lions' tight victory over the Saints – 33 to 28 Derek Derek Carr as we mentioned went out with a shoulder and neck injury uh in the fourth quarter yep you guys you guys were in the game George but uh, this this is your this is your minute to talk about your team go for it
0: were we really ever in the game um no we weren't Josh thanks though for saying that um the the Lions were up 21-0 before I could even turn my TV on um (laughs) That was disappointing because I wanted to see them at least score touchdowns on my team. I, like, I literally got home, and I was like, wow, this is over. Uh, Derek Carr gets booed. As soon as he comes in, uh, the Saints coaching staff needs to read the room and just keep him on the sideline. Uh, because, hey, listen, the people of New Orleans, they love you, but, like, you kind of – similar to New York media, except, like, not high-profile, more, like, dirty by you, like – I'll fucking kill your family type of energy that the Saints fans give off. Uh you gotta, you gotta play Jameis Winston. Um, and Taysom Hill did everything. I've been saying this for weeks on end now. At the beginning of the year, when I thought it was Derek Carr, I said we gotta not use Taysom Hill. Now that it's just Taysom Hill that can score his touchdowns. We need to use him ninety percent of the time. And I have him as my tight end in fantasy. What a what a conundrum.
1: I have I have him as my tight end in our league.
0: It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I just, I love seeing my tight end at quarterback 70% of the time. Let's keep that up. Um, but (laughs) there is going to be a a firing of some sorts. I would imagine coming up here soon with Pete Carmichael, we can't continuously get over 400 yards and lose games and not score in the red zone. And we do that uh, way too often. And, uh, the Saints are, I don't even, we we can't even bracket bust people this year. We could still make the playoffs. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, How bad is the NFC South?
1: Yeah, especially in it's, your division. Your division is.
0: Yeah, we who, can outright win our division and make the playoffs. Who, who is who is the, uh,
1: uh-oh, Hollywood has, oh, Hollywood Hollywood has, has come to town.
0: What's up, what's up, what's up?
1: But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's it's. It's one of those things, one of those things, but uh, but not to be outdone, my my commanders, at least your team scored, George. My team got baked and burnt. We lost forty-five to fifteen, which probably was the final nail in the coffin of uh, of Mr. Ron Rivera. So for that's, that, that's I'm for I'm perfectly fine. Um, I knew that this game was gonna be trash. So I I literally didn't even. I I I turned it on for one possession, and it was the Sam Howell pick six. Oh damn! I turned it on right before I walked into church, and I was like, "I'm gonna just go pray for this. Like, there's nothing else. It was seventeen nothing. I was like, there's nothing else for me to watch here.
0: Sam Sam Howell pick sixes have uh, three straight games lost me money back to back weeks. I didn't do it this week, or else he would have done the same thing. If I can bet, was it to end the game too, Josh? This this man's been drinking the props. I was wondering how I was
1: down to 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 to. to What's up, Mac? <laughs> mm-hmm. Good shout out. No, you need to go ahead. Give give him an ISO yeah, cam. Need, give me a I shout out. Give me a know, shout out. A shout cases, out on Coco Love.
2: I need that Coco Love, man. I need a couple <laughs> catches. This is this is good work right here.
1: Coco <laughs> uh, co- 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 Love, Coco yep. Love. Uh, Marcus has been drinking our props. I, I came in today and I'm like. Man, why am, I on, why am I down to to, to three prop cans? Like no, but, two prop but, cans. But,
2: okay, so let me tell you guys something. So he want me to come in, right? Like dry throated. You understand? Pause, <laughs> Pause. Just one time. Pause <laughs> one time, right? Just, just he, just he he want me to be in Las Vegas desert. You know what I mean? In so need of a lozenge. He didn't pop the fresh can. He got two. He got one prop, and then he got one to drink off of, and then he gonna have me come in here and just want me to show the advertisement is what some you Dang, know. I, see and
1: I, I drank I drank your yours cause See that's self. Because you, you once it got past thirty, I was trying to ration. Listen. It got past thirty and, and we had to we had to do we had to do what we had to do. But uh but yeah, man, we, we gotta talk to you too. got the
2: shades on, man. You see that I ain't never seen the shade, look. <laughs> I mean, don't bother me. It's early. Don't bother me. Well, go go. You got your expressionless the though, yeah, too. Excuse me. You, get- <laughs> you can't even see. Nothing. Excuse me. what did he just say? <laughs> I hate you so much.
1: Oh my god. But yeah. uh but we got to we got to get your 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 thoughts on the uh the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. Um so I picked I picked the Bucks to win. Mm-hmm. George actually picked the uh the Lakers to win on, you know, some NBA shenanigans. I said, so mm. Steve Javi three straight times in Laker games, would you tell me it's gonna be Steve Javvy, Steve Javvy, Steve Javi?" not Steve Javvy, uh Scott Foster. Wow. Scott Foster, we're gonna have a Scott Foster in, in uh, all three of LeBron's matchups.
2: Mm. Uh, I don't know, man, this playing thing is the first time. Um, you really don't know what to expect, really. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, you got the Lakers playing out of their minds because I know LeBron's mentality. It's the first time for something you understand, mm-hmm. so those guys line up completely different, you know what I mean like he he's cool with let me get the first one, and then the rest of them you know what it, it is what it is um i I like Milwaukee they solid, they stay together i'm I'm rocking with you on that, but it's it's the way this year going man it's so different like anybody can come out you know with it, especially right now with you know, a lot of the players being, you know, healthy and being able to play right now. Like, I think it's a toss-up.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, you know look, I mean? it's one game. Yeah. It's only, you only got to win one at a time. Yep. You don't got to win two. See. You just got to win today. You yep. win today, it's yours. So yeah. um, I was saying I felt like uh, Dame was going to go into playoff Dame mode and give me a 55-point game.
2: Man, Dame need to do something. Yeah. He need he needs to go in there and, you know, reassure them people, like, look, this is why you guys got This me. is why I'm here. Right. I've never been to a situation of being in a championship game or yep. a, 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 you know what I mean yeah. so like this is this is brand new for them so like I think that he's going to come out and play well um also I think Boston is going to be fine you right because you got to think they got Drew they got you know what I mean like Jason and Brown like they they play solid too as well so it's going to take I don't know man it's just going to take who's going to get hot at the right time yeah you know what I mean like and who really really wants it I think that um those guys can come away with it Whoever really, really wanted.
1: Yep, yep. Uh man, well oh no, what I also since since we started talking about refs, give me some, some referee stories, cause uh I don't have you,
2: none. You you gotta have some. Nothing. I've never ever Did been, you did you ever I, get a tech? No, I probably have two in my life. In your life? Life. Wow. I don't I don't I don't I never ever First of all I wasn't like a um like a guy that would dunk the ball and then, yeah. you know, have celebrations. So if, if you don't do that, that completely takes out half of the text, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. these guys be hanging on the rim and yeah. celebrating and things like that.
1: Dudes get mad, say something. I'm a little
2: different when it comes to the yap.
1: Yeah, you right? because you slick with it. That's why I'm like, you thing, ain't got no, done.
2: No, but I grew up with Floyd. Yeah. So we get down first. Okay? I don't want to talk. in the In the game, the NBA, nobody's going to fight. They might let you get wrestled up, and yeah. you might, you know, whatever. But it's not really, really get down. Yeah, I really want to get down, <laughs> right? So
1: <laughs>
2: if it ain't really that, like I'm out, of, I'm out of the way. Like I don't, I don't bother. Like I have nothing to say. Look, the ref called, make the call. I have to stand with it. I've never known any referee to make a call, and you know, it. it, it just don't fall on the ref. It doesn't matter. They're always going to be right. You're always going to be wrong. So, what is the point? I always felt to go back and forth with a ref. So, he called a foul. And remember, I was a defensive monster.
1: So, it it wasn't in your best interest to really. Yeah, no, I never. I left him alone. I I usually asked him,
2: I usually asked him, like, yo. What did you see? What what can I do? Like, I'll go to him before the game. Like, I've never had a bad relationship with a ref. Um, I think, you know what? The person who I was weirded out by right and I, and and it's not weirded out but it's just when she first got in it was violet. Oh okay yeah. Right. No one really really rocked with Violet because at the end of the day it was like she was the first woman. Yeah. She was a, and the game is at a different speed. You know, the different physicality and stuff like that. So you want to know like wait.
1: You're not in you your ca- spot. Yeah, you're not <laughs>
2: this is a this is a man's game. You're not right? in your spot. So so at first, right? <laughs> And, you know, this is my fault. Like, I I really didn't respect, you know, what she was bringing to the table. Yeah. So we really bumped heads a lot, right? And, you know, I get two quick ones. And I wouldn't even be, like, really, really touching a person, you know, or the player or whatnot. And, you know, I was just like, man, you know what? It's starting to affect, um, you know, my time on the floor. I got to get through these first ten minutes because it sits me down.
1: Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Even
2: even though I wasn't going to play the full entire game, those two fouls, no matter what, it still – you know, strategic because you got to be able to come in in the second half and do exactly the same thing. So for me, man, I stayed literally out the way. I I didn't go back and forth like, why you call that call? That's a bad call. Like I look at these guys now, every time down they're falling out. Yeah. Every time down they're holding their head. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. Everything can't be a foul. Everything can't, and, and this is the thing. So I grew up playing at the park. Where there is no fouls. That's right. So I I never ever went into a game expecting anything. Everything for me was, you gotta go get it if you want it, right? And I never left things to chance. So, I mean, like, I don't know, with the referees, I stayed out of their way, they, you know, and let them do their job. It's already harder, you know, it's really, really difficult to be a a referee or umpire (laughs) or anything like that because you're never gonna make anybody happy. Yeah.
1: I, I'll say, uh, I'll say you—you've definitely never seen me coach because uh, I, I was—I was the type of dude where I'll sit down on the court.
2: What? <laughs> well, listen,
1: I like—I—I I would get like literally, bro. Like I used to have the the parents dying so laugh because they never knew what I was gonna do because like my whole thing is this: like I don't need like one end of the court we're playing in the '80s and the other end of the court we're playing in today's today's <laughs> game. Separated. And like it's like yo. My, like, my, my child's whole jawbone just got removed on this side. Yeah. But down here, like, you know what I mean? They, they, can, they can push, bump, so, check my people.
2: Okay, so, but this is the thing. This is what we control as coaches, right? Cool, they only can call a foul on one person. Well, if we all flying around, we all moving this hard. They got to choose one, right? And we're going to be in here together. Like, and you just, you, you work with that intensity and just leave it out there. Yeah. And you leave it at that, stop worrying about the rest. If you give the same energy, it's just like Pat Beverly. Don't you guys know Patrick Beverly should foul out every single game? <laughs> now watch this. Do we? No, right? Because you know why? They already expect everything that he's going to do, all his antics, all his pushing and pulling. Well, you know, those are fouls too. Well, yeah. why do they let it go? Because guess what? He came in with that mentality. He's going to do it. He's been doing it regardless. Like, look are we going to let this guy stop the game and affect the game, or are we going to, you know, learn how to play through it? All the players learn how to play through it. They understand that's how Patrick Beverly plays. And now that it is what it is, you know, and, and different guys have their different niches. And, you know, like I said, you just got to find it. Yeah. Lead them refs alone, man.
1: I, uh, <laughs> I, as as a coach, I know I know you have some of these kids too. The, the kids that always I would get so frustrated with were the ones that I would always tell them, like, look, you're checking in with four fouls. <laughs> You don't want to so it's pants. like listen, you need to know yourself and know that hey, I'm going to pick up at least three, Wow, so you can't gift two or you're you're not gonna make it this whole mm-hmm. game like it's not possible because the way you play, you're going to get fouls you you yeah. foul at the speed of light, so you can't get that like, oh, I missed the layup and now I'm gonna just push on you and pick that yeah. dumb foul up. 92 feet away like yeah, bro, those like, we are, don't those need are that the
2: fouls one. that we that we you, that you don't need as a coach right oh. um but i'll take the fouls if a guy's literally two steps above the three-point line and he's trying to keep the guy the defender i mean the offensive guy in front of him right and, and you're a little physical with a bump yeah um but you know i teach my kids when we play defense we play um with the hands behind your back yeah you understand no matter what cut off with your chest you know, get your body in front of the, you know, the player and, you know, we just go from there and you play the, the wider and longer you play, um, it, it's like an illusion. So, you know how a lot of guys play with their hands down, right? Well, if you play with your hands down, how small are you?
1: Yeah, you're, right? you're the size of you're your body. You're the size
2: of your body. But if you extend your hands, you know, you make a, a offensive guy feel that he has to go around you. And right? they do. And they do. Now... But if you work harder to slide those feet left or right two or three steps, right? Do you know how much ground you can cover? I'm and everywhere. How, there you go. So that's what makes you a great defender if you can guard more than one or two dribbles.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. What um, you got? Any basketball news you want to talk about today? Uh, what else on your mind? I'm I'm at the end of the show. I uh, I guess did you did you see any of the uh, did you see the Chiefs uh, Sunday Night Football versus the Packers?
2: Nah, I, I, I clipped it. Yeah, I clipped was... it. I mean, like you know, I like to. I wait a little bit.
1: Bad loss. Yeah. Some bad loss.
2: I mean, but they're mortal though. I mean, what you? It happens. You guys got to think these guys are all professionals. Every single night they're coming with it, and you know it, it's going to be nights where where Patty's not on. Yeah. Right. It's going to be nights where a receiver or something is you know having a bad night. His routes are a little short. He's a little slow off the line and things like that. So, but that's what fans don't understand. These guys are human too. Yes. Right? And you gotta think. Maybe you ain't wanna get out the bed that day. You see what I'm saying? Maybe people have family issues and things like that. So anything. It it happens. That's why, you know, it it, it it's like a game of luck. Everything is luck now.
1: Yeah. So. Jordan Love, I mean, Jordan Love said that he had that game circled on his calendar, so he was looking forward to that one. And they obviously, came out and bombed it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> obviously obviously Patrick Mahomes, you know what I mean, like He's not getting up for a Sunday night football in week thirteen versus the Packers.
0: In Green yeah. Bay. It was it ain't cold ain't that shit too. Yeah, it ain't oh, that deep. God. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I know he's
2: used to the cold, but I mean still, that's bad. Yeah. No, that's different. Yeah. That's that's a different down there in Green Bay. That's yeah. that's a different level of That's where of the cold. cold need a cold jacket. <laughs> <laughs> the cold need a jacket on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. No. For real. But uh but yeah, so it's I mean, it's it's exciting. I think, mm-hmm. you know, look, we're we're rounding the The end of the season here, um, I guess we can go through some NFL picks, if you like, before we get out of here. Um, Let me pull up the – well, tonight's game. We can talk about tonight's game as well as soon as I –
0: Hey, really quick. Hey, did you see uh, Josh Giddey's new reports, though? No. He was actually 19 at the time that all this was happening, and she was at the club already.
2: But this is the thing, guys, we definitely need to chop it up and give a little little energy on that because, let me tell you, how we're in the era, right? Remember, in the 90s, we was in the era of the girls getting the fake IDs, right? That was the 90s. These women now are entirely, right, super crafty now. They look it. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm talking. They look it. So, it's very difficult and... If you see them in the club, you would expect of age. Everyone in there to be of age, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not giving them a pass because you know how old she is. Come on now. And <laughs> yeah, you, you, you and just think about it. When you were 18, 19, or 17, or eight, like you wanted an older woman, right? Yeah. Like I, I, I would wanted to date an older. That's, so I just yeah. don't understand, like, you know, like, I don't understand even these guys the to even like want something, you know what I mean, like that. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's, I stay out of the way of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's because it's, it's sticky on both sides. It's, it's your word against mine. And guess what? When the woman word ain't never took control yes, over yes. the situation. Seriously. If the man, even if the man didn't do anything, he still have to fight that situation. He still. He still have to talk about it. Like do you know how embarrassing it is for his family? Even if, even if he was underage. If he was eighteen, just for it to come out now and be like, you know what? You know, you were talking to a underage, you know, girl. Blah 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 blah. Well, like you know how his family got to feel right now. Like do you know how he, it is when he come in for Christmas dinner? Like I you're heard- all over the TV for statutory. Yeah. Because that's what it is, bro. That's what it is. Let's put that out there. That's and it's pretty. like, then you turn around and you'd be like, bro, but you're worth a couple peanuts and you mean to tell me you can choose what you want. I know it's, I know it's 20, 28, 29, 30, 40, 50-year-old women that would take that opportunity to, to get it in. So it's like, what, what is it that you were really looking for? Was it a relationship with the little girl or was it a, you know what I mean? It was just some, you know, box. Like if that was the case, then – I mean, it, it just ain't worth it. You understand? Yeah. It's it's not know. worth it. It's, it. it's just not even. I don't know. It's not worth it,
1: man. Yeah,
2: no, bro. Come on, uh, how tough that is. Go, to, go. Understand what your money could buy you, sir. What? Man, right, and that's... <laughs> well,
1: just, I mean, my thing is just don't fumble. he just
2: paid $100 million. I mean, don't fumble the bag. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't fumble. He did kick the bag down the street. Because no matter what, he got to hire lawyers. He got to hire... Yeah. He got to go and stand in front of someone. But guess what? That is money. That's hard-earned money that he got to spit out. Even... Even these allegations, trying to get through these allegations, he's going to spend a couple hundred.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, but the simple fact that you, like you said, I still got to go perform. I still got to go play,
2: bro. You got to think. Understand? First of all, my, your teammates coming. What do you think they think? Yeah. Like, do you understand? Like,
1: has a lot. This got a, a lot, lot of layers. It's more than just a lot of layers.
2: Yeah, it's way more than just um, you know, the the allegations. Yeah. Like, man, this man got to live that until it's dead, and then even still, if he was to get by it. Everybody's still going to be like, man, you was messing with that young girl. That's the thing. If it walked like a duck, it talked like a duck. It's not a pigeon.
1: People still calling Kobe a rapist 20 years later. And guess what? After being
2: acquitted. There you go. And and you know what? There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do besides stay your ass out the way. Period. Like, I mean, and and that's the crazy thing. And even even KB's situation, I mean, you know why you're coming up here. Let's just put that out there. Yeah. Right. You know why you here? Don't come up here if you don't want no smoke. Cause it ain't nothing. The whole room is smoking.
1: I hate you so much. Make it,
2: man, man, yeah, listen. yeah, get you off. Get you. Off. Y'all know what time? I'm glad you know what I mean. I, I popped up at the tail he, and came out and hang out with y'all, man.
1: Hey, you, you, keep, you keep the glasses on. You're a dangerous man. Well, look. Yeah. So let's 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 go. Uh, let's just go over the uh, the Monday night football game. Okay. Uh, we got the Bengals five and six. No Joe Burrow versus uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Jags are minus ten favorites. Uh, I don't think that they're going to cover that. But I do Tennis think is Jacksonville is going to win.
2: I think Jack's going to win, too. Um, but without Burrow, I mean, that's like, what, the, the, the head of the snake. It's yeah. nothing you can do. If you can't see, you can't, can't, can't move.
1: Can't do anything. Yeah. George, what do you have?
2: Uh, Travis Etienne to score three touchdowns tonight.
0: Dang. Uh, he's the best running – one of the best running backs in the league. Mm. Christian McCaffrey maybe one. Travis Etienne. Right Right there, there dude. Right he's right there. there. Big mm-hmm. night tonight for him. They're going to cover.
1: Okay. All right, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the American Fan 365. Please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. It really does help. And, uh, you know, listen, Marcus came in, came through, gave us his, his visions, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back na- next, next week for some more. Yes, we will. And uh, next week, we might have a special interview, so
2: Ooh. make sure you stay tuned. Who we got, Josh? Who we got? I, I said special, then I ain't saying
0: All All right, I'm, I'm closing.